War on the uh, police in America, underreported story. Because the progressive left press doesn't like the police. So it's underreported. First, the FBI chief, Christopher Wray, on 60 Minutes. Go. Violence against law enforcement in this country is one of the biggest phenomenons that I think doesn't get enough attention. Last year, officers were being killed at a rate of almost one every five days. But why are more officers being killed right now? Some of it is tied to the violent crime problem uh, as a whole. But one of the phenomena that we saw uh, in last year is that an alarming percentage of the 73 law enforcement officers killed in the line of duty last year were killed through things like being ambushed uh, or shot while out on patrol. They were killed because they were police officers. Right. Wearing the badge shouldn't make you a target. All right, here are the stats. Last year, 21, 59% increase in cops intentionally killed in the line of duty, 73 of them, up from 46 in 2020. So uh, I think the best expert on crime in this country right now is Heather McDonald. She is a fellow at the Manhattan Institute, comes to us from Irvine, California. So it's interesting, you wrote an article recently that said police shootings on unarmed black men have gone way down since George Floyd, yet police being killed is way up. Right? Do I have it correct? Absolutely. And uh, when you make the calculations, you find that a police officer is 400 times as likely to be killed by a black male as an unarmed black uh, person is to be killed by a police officer. So the narrative that everybody has absorbed uncritically from the media, which is that we're living through an epidemic of racially biased police shootings of blacks, is completely false. The impression that people have that that daily blacks are getting gunned down is a complete optical illusion created by highly selective, deliberately uh, uh, manipulated press coverage. Okay. In 2021, only six black men were killed by police, six black unarmed men, okay, not in the commission of a crime. Six. Have you looked at all six of those cases? Not these particular ones, but I've looked at this category of unarmed. This comes from the Washington Post database of fatal police shootings. And I did a very exhaustive analysis of their 2015 unarmed cases. And the Washington Post is quite generous, to say the least, in how it characterizes somebody as unarmed. In 2015, you saw people who were grabbing an officer's gun. So it wasn't his gun. It wasn't the, the criminal's gun. So he'd get, get it to be counted as, as unarmed. Right. But he was putting the cop on notice that he intended to kill him. Or you can be fleeing in a stolen car with a loaded semi-automatic pistol in the seat next to you, and you still get to be counted as unarmed in the Washington Post. But, but let's say that it, this is truly, these people were not unarmed. They were not uh, attacking, but they were all resisting arrest. Uh, that's compared to self-identified 47 million blacks in this country. That is not a big reason why blacks die of homicide at 13 times the rate of whites between the ages of 10 and 34. 
The reason blacks die of homicide at such high rates is not the cops. It's not whites. It's not white supremacy. It's that because they're being killed by black criminals and the nation turns its eyes away from that reality and, and is engaged in this racial hysteria, blaming white people for every problem affecting blacks today. And that's not justified. And it's not backed up by any stats. So the reason that the Washington Post and New York Times, NBC News, all of the corporate media, the reason that they don't report the truth based on the statistics as you do at the Manhattan Institute is because fundamentally they believe that white police and white politicians and white people with power, particularly white men, are racist and don't like black people. That's the genesis of all of this, is it not? Well, I can take that's true. That's sort of an intermediate level belief. And I, I totally agree with you. I think they do believe that. But the reason that they are so insistent on this obsessive compulsive search for phantom white racism is that the elites are terrified about black inner city dysfunction. They do not want to look at it. We turn our eyes away. Every day, blacks are beating up on whites in just extraordinarily sadistic ways, and it never gets covered. Uh, it's it's a, an extraordinary thing. This is not the behavior of white supremacist Bill. Uh, we, we sweep this black inner city barbarity under the rug because the whites are the elite whites are terrified that the behavior gaps and the achievement gaps are never going to close. And so they are preemptively coming up with the only allowable explanation for the lack of racial proportionality at Google and the overrepresentation of blacks in prison. The only allowable explanation today, if you're on MSNBC, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post, is white racism. Right. And if you say the opposite, you're a racist. So therefore, nobody says the opposite because they don't want that brand put on them. So that we're in basically a twilight zone of talk about misinformation and disinformation where the truth is not going to be told by the corporate American media because they don't want the people to know the truth that there is much more violence in the black community than in the white community. Do I have it? Yes, I mean, the videos don't lie. We've seen the videos of the looting. Everything in the criminal justice system today is driven by one thing, and that is race. If you wanna understand why progressive prosecutors like George Gascon in Los Angeles or Alvin Bragg in New York or Kim Fox in, in Chicago are not enforcing laws against looting, turnstile jumping, uh, trespass, resisting arrest. It's because if they do enforce those laws, they will have a disparate impact on blacks. Not because the laws are racist, not because the police are racist, not because judges are racist, but because blacks are committing crime at astronomically higher rates. And we've decided as a nation, well, somebody's decided, at least the elites have decided, we would rather not enforce the law at all than have a disparate impact on blacks. And the I, result of this, of course, is that another 2,000 blacks were murdered in 2020 compared to 2019. Right. I mean, the, the violence in the black communities is staggering and, and nobody's done anything about it for decades. Last question, has the Manhattan Institute or you researched 
the reason why blacks in America are more violent than whites in America? Is it poverty? Is it deprivation? What is it that drives the violence in the black community? Well, it's certainly not poverty. The, the safest period in this country's history was the Great Depression. We had virtually zero crime. Uh, it is the breakdown of the black family. These kids are not getting socialized. Their fathers are not around. The mothers have children by many different fathers. The fathers have children by many different mothers. It is chaos. The social skills are not getting passed on. Bourgeois values. What sort of upbringing leads to a, a young black teenager, 15-year-old, spraying bullets across a sidewalk with utter indifference to who he kills? There is a breakdown of basic civilizational norms that the root cause of this is the breakdown of the family and this is going to have to be a cultural revolution no amount of redistribution of of taxpayer dollars is going to make a damn bit of difference we've been redistributing money having anti-poverty programs for six decades since the great society it has not closed the crime gap no it's, it's worse now than it's gap. ever been it's worse now than it's ever been is there any other country on this earth that has this kind of a problem disproportionately between Caucasians and blacks? Yes, the, the crime gap exists in every country. To this extent? Well, we have gun violence. Uh, the crime gap exists, what differentiates our uh, race, you know, inner city violence is we have guns. And that's the reason why we have a much higher incarceration rate. Our rate of gun violence is about 43 times higher than other Western European countries and Japan. Uh, and it is driven almost exclusively by people of color. In New York City, uh, blacks commit about 75% of all drive-by shootings, though they're 23% of the population. Add Hispanic shootings to black shootings, and you get about 100% of all shootings. That's true in every city today. All right, Heather, thank you very much for the analysis. We really appreciate it. So the financial markets are wobbling. They capitulated last week. And there's only one reason this is happening. It's the Wall Street titans, the head of the corporations and the people who hedge fund and all of that. They now know that Joe Biden is not going to improve on the job. OK, it's over for him. Things will stay the same or get worse, and they're not very good right now financially. Consumers continue to spend. People are working. Wages are rising, but not nearly as fast as inflation. And now, with the financial markets losing confidence in the Biden administration, we're in for a rough ride there in the stock market. And that affects every American, even if you don't have stocks. Now, my personal advice to you is not to panic. But there is going to be pain. And just don't look at your statements. I mean, just turn away. Remember, if you don't sell, there's always a chance you come back. Will it get worse? Yes. But I don't expect a catastrophe like 1929. So the markets, they go down and they come back. But nobody can predict when or anything like that. But if you panic, that loss is in stone forever. Just remember that. So April, uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average down 5%. The S&P down 9%. And NASDAQ down a whopping 14%.
Now, if you don't know what that means, that's fine. I hope you all do have some person you trust giving you financial advice. But all you need to know is April was the turning point for the financial markets and Joe Biden. Okay. now what does Biden think about all this? It's I'm not going to get into demeaning the man like, oh, he couldn't possibly understand or anything. That doesn't do anybody any good. But let's go first to his own analysis. Go. Sir, how concerned are you about a recession, given the GDP report today showed a contraction of 1.4% in the fourth quarter? Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not concerned about a recession. And, I mean, you're always concerned about uh, a recession, but the GDP, you know, fell to 1.4%. But here's the deal. We also had, last quarter, consumer spending and business investment and residential investment increased at significant rates. Okay. You can always find some kind of economic improvement. I'm not concerned about a recession. Well, I am concerned about a recession. He's just, it's, this is just hope, All right? It's, it's like when Barack Obama first ran for president, hope and change. Well, change is gone, not going to be any change, but hope is what Biden has. That's all he has, okay? So the stock market, you know, look, I got about 23% of my assets in stocks, now, I had what they call stop losses on a lot of them. They got stopped out. I, I sold. I made profits on most of those stocks. So I'm okay. The other stocks that I have, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to sell. All right? I'm going to hold them. And might take two years. Might take four years. Okay? But at this point, that's my strategy. If that changes, I will tell you. Now, the reason that the markets are going away from Joe Biden, remember, a lot of these moguls voted for him. They hated Trump. On Wall Street, it, Trump was a very good businessman, but Wall Street never really appreciated that. They just hated him. A lot of Wall Street money went into trying to elect Joe Biden. Remember that. So why have they turned? It's him. It's, yeah, bad policies, inflation, attacking fossil fuel, border, Afghanistan, yeah, but it's mostly him. Now, what do I mean when I say that? Roll the tape. We're going to seize their yachts, their luxury homes, and other ill-begotten gains of Putin's kleptocracy. Yeah, kleptocracy and the guys who are the kleptocracies. Now, I thought that the sign language lady there, you know, was going to. What do you do? He can't speak. He makes no sense a lot of the time. People know he's diminished. He's going to be 80 years old later on this year. And as I wrote in uh, my message of the day uh, about gloating, which is not going to get anybody anywhere, uh, Joe Biden's not Paul McCartney. McCartney's going to be 80 next month, and apparently he can remember the lyrics to his songs because he's on tour. Joe Biden couldn't even sing the refrain to Hey Jude. Now, if you know that song, you know how clever I am in my writing. But anyway, it's him. Okay? So I looked up Jimmy Carter, uh, and it was Jimmy Carter. It was the same thing. I looked up him midterm election. The House and Senate 
went GOP because Carter was screwing up. Anybody alive then remembers the gas lies, remember how befuddled he was, he didn't know what to do. Okay, this is Biden. And Carter got whacked in the midterms. Biden will get whacked as well. Now, the run-up in September, the stock market may start to build that in. But again, this is a guess on my part. I don't want you buying or selling on guesses. Okay, so to wrap up the talking points memo, it's not going to get any better. Biden may be forced to do stuff on the border to close it up a little. Maybe. He doesn't want to. Uh, Inflation, I don't know how that's going to be tamed. You're now going to see high gas prices go to 4th of July, then they'll taper off a little after Labor Day. They may come down a bit because they are artificially manipulated to some extent. And again, the, the, the corporate moguls, even though they've turned on Biden, they, they don't want Trump back. They don't. Though if they can manipulate here and there, they're going to. But I'm on it. I'm watching them and all that. And that is the memo. All right, new poll conducted by Sean Cooperman Research on big tech companies. This is another thing. Hysteria over Elon Musk taking over Twitter. All right, this is 1,015 U.S. adults. Survey taken by telephone. 79% worry big tech is too much power over news and publishing. 78% feel big tech manipulates the news and publishing industries with their own game. 77% agree with the following statement. Congress needs to rein in big tech by passing reforms. Okay? Now, one of those reforms is the Journalism Competition and Preservation Act, or JCPA. Now, this has been in play for almost a year. It's introduced by a bunch of senators, but it's gotten nowhere and now I'm going to bring in a guy who took this poll who's going to explain to me all of this. Doug Schoen is a friend, uh, a political strategist on the Democrat side. He's the author of the book, America, Unite or Die, How to Save Our Democracy. He joins us now from New York City. So what is JCPA exactly? What would that do if it's ever passed? Yeah, if it's passed, Bill, and I do hope it will be, it would provide some compensation from the tech companies to the newspapers and periodical periodicals whose content they use on their sites. Put another way, if people use your content, they ought to pay for it, particularly if they're as rich as big tech. Okay, so this is just basically a compensation bill. Why hasn't it gotten up for law? McConnell doesn't like it, or why hasn't gotten up for law? Because of big tech's power across the board, Bill, they have systematically blocked it. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't have wide dissemination of content. It's all good. But pay people for their content in a way that's fair and equitable. Okay, I don't don't have any beef with that. Um, But I think most people don't care about that. They want some kind of government regulation of who's banned on social media, what is uh, taken off, what is allowed on. They want some kind of supervisory capacity by the federal government. Isn't that what your poll showed? No, I think our poll shows that they are afraid that big tech acting on their own has been an untrammeled force of, frankly, um, coercion 
and as you alluded to with Elon Musk, a sense that somehow if the wrong people get in charge of a number of our outlets, it'll be bad. I frankly worry, I don't want the left or the right or anyone controlling our social media, our technology, and I sure don't want to be told by a tech company what I should or shouldn't read or what I should or shouldn't do. Yeah, but that's the way it is now. And the only body who could regulate it would be the federal government. And most conservatives don't trust the federal government. Um, And we've got, you know, Mark Zuckerberg, the Facebook guy, pumping $430 million into very selected voting precincts in the last election. You've got Twitter banning the president of the United States, Donald Trump, Mm -hmm. from its its forum. I would say this is out of control right now, but I don't know how you fix it. Yeah, Bill, I'm just suggesting that about 80% of the American people believe there is a huge problem, agree with you, that it is out of control. And I'm not saying I have a fix, but I sure think just pay people for their content is a small first step in the right direction. Okay. But bottom I'm, I'm line, I'm not Bill, disputing that. Go ahead, bottom Bill, line. You're right. Big tech is out of control. The president shouldn't be barred. I, I disagree with him on most things. We ought to hear from him, even if I disagree or you disagree. And Absolutely. I think Elon Musk taking over uh, Twitter is got to be a step in the right direction. Because I, think it, I hope it will be, but it's so complicated because there are 6,000 tweets a second in this world. So nobody could possibly regulate them all. And a lot of those tweets defame people. They cause children uh, bullying and all of that. It is every front this out-of-control social media is causing harm. Every front. But who's going to wave the magic wand, Doug, and solve this problem when you have such an enormous flow of whatever you want to call it, information or opinion, into these companies? They can't do it. I I understand that, Bill. But the kind of common sense of centrism that you bring to bear is the kind of judgment we need rather than ideological leftists like the one Absolutely. You, there's no doubt you were but even i and i consider myself a pretty savvy guy you are i don't know how i would solve this thing other than maybe designating political commentary here social there having stated rules that you have to follow posted but even if you have them posted who's going to take them off and on you got to hire human beings to do that these people are rooted in Silicon Valley. That's an 80% far left play out there. Where are they going to suddenly move to Iowa? I mean, that's all of this is in play. It's just crazy what's happening in this world, not just in the country. When you have the Russian government has a Twitter account that they can use every day and Donald Trump doesn't, you know, Doug, it's out of control, don't uh, you? Right? Of course it is. Of course it is. That's why... I say it's a step in the right direction for Elon Musk to take over because hopefully we will redress the balance and allow the right back on in a way that's fair and reasonable. I hope so. Um, Okay, let's get to your party, the Democratic Party. You know, Doug, your party doesn't exist anymore. You know that. It's it's run, and, and with the help of social media and the corporate media, 
It's run by far left people now. There's no Democratic Party. There's no party of the Kennedys anymore. That's gone. Am I wrong? Bill, I wish I could tell you you're wrong. You're all too right. We elected Joe Biden and got Bernie Sanders. AOC and Bernie set policy, not those of us in the center, common sense, Clinton, Kennedy, Democrats. Did you vote for Biden? I did. I regret it now. So you wish now that you had voted for Trump? I didn't say that. But I but yeah, it was not, one or the I, other, Doug. It was nobody else. You know, yeah, Bill, could have stayed you home, I guess. You have to exercise a franchise for every office. Bottom line, Joe Biden is not a man I could vote to reelect. I couldn't really vote for his policies. Donald Trump has done a number of things that I can't accept, but you're allowed in America to reject both sides. All right, and so that's, that's what that's interesting take you have. Because that's what I think is going to happen to the Democrats in November. I think a lot of them are just going to stay home. They're not going to mm-hmm. run out and vote for Republicans. They're just not going to show up. And, and I'm talking specifically African-Americans and the minority communities that have bolstered the Democratic Party. They can't be going in with any enthusiasm when they're getting their butt kicked by inflation. Can they? No. The polling we show, we, we've done shows that they are discouraged and they're they're the victims of crime and they're the ones who the defund the police movement impacts most directly. No doubt about it. The poor in America are getting hurt badly by the Biden administration, whereas they did not get hurt, at least economically, by the Trump administration. Doug, and if the Republicans bill are able to inculcate that message of inclusiveness of minorities in support of free market capitalism, there could be a political revolution. Yeah, I'm not sure they can do that, um, but we'll see. Thanks, Doug. As always, always great talking Bill, to you. Thank great you pleasure. Much. Thank you. Okay. So here's what the case is all about that everybody's talking about. Nine states have already enacted restrictions on abortions. They are. Arizona, Florida, Idaho, Indiana, Kentucky, Oklahoma, South Dakota, West Virginia, Wyoming. Okay, so these states and Texas is in there, too. Don't know how defined it is yet in Texas. They want to limit abortion to a certain time period because the medical science now says if we're going to do following the science, Joe Biden, okay, that the fetal heartbeat can be detected after five weeks of pregnancy, and the fetus can feel pain at 12 weeks. That's the science, Joe Biden. So if you destroy a fetus after 12 weeks, that fetus feels pain. And if you say the fetus is not a human being, then how do you explain a heartbeat? Okay. The science. I love that. Don't you love that? All right. Now, because the nine states have put restrictions on abortion, time restrictions, the Planned Parenthood people, the abortion zealots, sue under the banner of Roe v. Wade, which the Supreme Court ruled allows abortion in the United States. That ruling was made in 1973. Okay, 
So, therefore, the Supreme Court has to hear this lawsuit against the nine states that have put restrictions on abortion. That's what this is all about. Everybody understand that now? It's not about banning abortion. It's not about back alleys or hurting women. I mean, I guess you can make an argument that any restriction on abortion hurts some women, but I don't know if that's a legal argument. Anyway, so the Supreme Court now has to rule on a big picture whether Roe v. Wade is indeed constitutional. And I believe that five judges sitting on the court now don't think it is. Roberts will probably side with the liberals on that or a more limited ruling. And we don't know yet what the Supreme Court's going to decide, whether they're going to go after Roe v. Wade and say, you know what, this is illegal. Supreme Court made a mistake in 73. Nothing in the Constitution all right, gives the federal government the power to say it can be abortion from Seattle, Washington to Key West, Florida. And there's nothing in the Constitution that allows the government to do that. That would be getting rid of Roe v. Wade and then giving the states, each state, 50 of them, the authority to regulate abortion within its borders. You with me so far? Okay. So the pro-abortion people, of which Joe Biden is one, even though he is a Roman Catholic, he is pro-abortion. He wants the procedure in America. Okay, I'm glad I'm not Joe Biden because that'll be a tough explanation on Judgment Day if there is a Judgment Day. If he's a practicing Roman Catholic, a very tough explanation there, just so you know. So Biden immediately comes out on the side of the progressive movement because he is held captive by the far left. And here's what Biden said today. Go. Because... One of the issues that this court, many of the members of the court, a number of the members of the court, have not acknowledged is that there is a right to privacy in our Constitution. I strongly believe there is. I think the decision of his law was, was correct overruling. I think the decision of Roe was correct because there's a right to privacy. Yeah, there's a right to privacy, but not when it infringes on the public good. Now, Joe Biden couldn't understand that. He's not smart enough to understand it. He was told, and he parroted what he was told, right to privacy is in the Constitution. That's why Roe v. Wade is constitutional. We do have a right to privacy, but not a blanket right to privacy. So if you are doing something in private that affects the so-called public good, you can't do it like taking heroin or methamphetamine or fentanyl. If you do that in private, you can still be arrested because the law says that public safety overrides privacy in many areas. And that's just one example. I can give you a hundred. So just because you do something in private doesn't mean you can do it. Now, then you get into the argument of, okay, um, there's another force involved here in your privacy, and that is the fetus. Such as you. Right? That's the argument. That a fetus 
with a heartbeat at five weeks must be protected by law. Now, the far left doesn't believe that. Doesn't believe that the fetus has any rights at all to life. That's why it's called the right to life movement. Fetus doesn't believe the unborn have any rights at all, none. So if you have a headache 30 minutes before you're supposed to give birth, doctor can come in and kill that unborn child because you have a headache and you don't want it. That's what we have here in New York State, where I am right now. That's the law. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. So I'm just appealing to Americans in a common sense way. Right to privacy doesn't give you, the American citizen, the right to harm yourself. Suicide's against the law. I mean, you can't afford it because the person's dead, but it's illegal to commit suicide or encourage suicide. See? But Biden, he doesn't understand any of this. I mean, because he's not, again, he's not smart enough to understand it. Never thought about it. All he does is what he's told to do. And that's not an exaggeration. That's exactly what's happening here in this country. Okay, so what is the likely outcome? Um, the likely outcome is that the Supreme Court will rule five to four to remove Roe v. Wade. I didn't think that was going to happen, but now... I'm looking at the players and I'm looking at the issues. They want to stop. The Supreme Court wants to stop all of these lawsuits. And they will never stop if Roe v. Wade is still there. Every time a state tries to limit abortion in any way, there's going to be a lawsuit. And Roe v. Wade is going to be. So these five, the five conservatives, okay, are going to say enough. The state should be able to regulate abortion as the state the people see fit. That is the likely outcome. That is causing hysteria on the left. Because remember, abortion to the progressive movement is a commandment. You can't be a progressive. You cannot even associate with a progressive unless you are pro-choice. They banish you. All right, this is one of those rules of progressivism that all abortions are fine. There should be no limitations at all, ever. Therefore, most Americans couldn't possibly be progressive because they object, the polls show, to abortions in the third trimester, for example. Majority, overwhelming majority of Americans object to that because it's barbaric.
Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Poll, Trafalgar, pretty good, pretty good group. Uh, Democrat, 20, uh, 39, Republican, 36, Independent, 25, uh, on immigration. First question, do you believe the Biden administration should close the southern border until a solution is reached? 56% close the border, 34% no. Hispanic voters close the border, 65%. Wow, 28% no. Democrats close the border, 22%. There's the progressives, no, 59%. Republicans, 89% close the border, 7%, no. Other independent, yes, close the border, 52%, no, 39%. All right. Now, we have a partner for foreign news, uh, the dailychatter.com crew, dailychatter.com. They're our partner. They cover foreign news for us because I can't afford to send my people to Poland. All right. Now, there are five million Ukrainians who have left their country since Putin invaded it. Five million. Three million have gone to Poland. That is more than a population of Warsaw, the capital of Poland. Now, I applaud Poland. It's a primarily Catholic country. They are doing humanitarian work. It's tremendous. They're saving thousands of lives, the Poles are. So I thought you'd like to know. If you want the best foreign news, dailychatter.com. The Pope has requested a meeting with Putin. He says he'll fly to Moscow. Uh, He's trying to end this thing. 
He compares it to Rwanda in 1994 when one million Africans were killed in a conflict there. The Pope is comparing the two. Um, The Pope uh, released a report that says he talked to the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church, Creel, for 40 minutes. Half of that time, Creel read from a sheet of paper with all the justifications for the war, according to Pope Francis. So Creel is what you call a false prophet. The Bible is full of them. I feel bad for the Russian Orthodox Catholics, Christians. You're led by a false prophet. Putin, according to a very sketchy report, is undergoing cancer surgery. I don't know. I don't believe much that comes out of Russia. I don't know. I just out there, but who knows? Back in the USA, California's population falls again. All right, in the last two years, 2020-21, 3 million people have left California. 3 million. Think something's wrong there? I do believe there is. So, California remains the most populated state, 39 million people there. Texas is second, 29 million. Um, But they're coming to Texas, and they're leaving California, and they're leaving New York, where I am, too. It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late. You're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. All right, here's the final thought of the day. True story, I'm putting gas in my gas tank. I finally learned how to do that. Take the nozzle, put the credit card in, put the thing, put it in. Uh, and then you squeeze it and the gas comes into your car, right? $75. $75 blanking dollars. Okay? 
So what am I doing? When I'm seeing a thing go, uh, whose image pops into my mind? Biden. Biden. And that's going to continue. So the abortion uh, hysteria, that will wane. But this isn't going to. Everybody's getting hurt economically. I'm going, what is going on? 75 bucks? And it's worse if you got one of these big vans and SUVs and if you live in San Francisco and L.A. All right? So I'm sitting there going, ah, I may have to get a bicycle, but I'm, all, I'm not going to wear the dopey helmet. When I was a kid on a bike, I didn't wear the helmet. Here I am. I'm here. No helmet. So when I get the bike, I'm not wearing a helmet. I'm stupid because if I get hit or something, I'll die. But I don't like that. When I played ice hockey, I'm going to get the picture. I have a picture of me playing ice hockey. Remind me, um, my staff, please, next week or maybe tomorrow. I got a picture of me playing ice. I didn't have a helmet. We didn't have helmets. Maybe that's why I turned out the way I am. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We will see you tomorrow.